I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson's Secret 2. This week I'm joined by the gorgeous Katie Price. Mate, we're doing Katie Price now, aren't we? We're not doing Jordan. We'll call you Do Katie. you know what? I, I bloody never know it. Do you know what? It used to be in the magazines. If I was doing something bad, what they thought was bad, it was about, oh, Jordan's back. But then if it's a mum thing, oh, Katie. I don't bloody know. <laughs> I would say Jordan is the only fans and Kate is yeah. the other side. But I am actually the same person. It's just the name. And I... I it's nice to be able to blame your, your shit on someone else, though, mate. I would love an ordinary <laughs> good times. I bet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, that was that was that, that was Deborah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if I have a drink and get pissed, they always say, "Oh, here comes Jordan," and I'm like, "No, here just comes Kate, who's had a drink." <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. But you know what, mate? Like, it's so mad. I'm reading all the research that me producer's done on you and like i've been a fan of yours for years kate and even i forget some of the incredible stuff you've done like i used to i couldn't go on holiday without one of your books lass i'm not even joking oh, really I was obsessed yeah i used to love picking up one of your books your autobiography like smashed records like you had yeah. horse horsey clothing lines like you had this you had reality show after reality show. There is nothing you haven't done, mate. You're Films. A, like, I haven't a done a film. I need to do a horror film. I love Is that what you thrillers. want to do? I'm not an actress I was going to ask all. what's next. Do you know, I've never, do you know, I thought about this the other day. I thought, what still do I want to do? I'm bringing all my questions. I'm bringing back my empire. Now my head's in a different That's space. That's me, girl. Yeah, That's I'm bringing girl. the empire back because everyone's always asking for me to bring my perfumes back, to do another book, yeah. this, that. So it is all coming back. But as you know, you can't flood it all and just do it all at once. You've got to take your time oh. and do things properly. Um, softly, but films, softly. Yeah, but films, I love crime. I love thrillers, horrors. I would like to do a little cameo or maybe, I don't know, I wouldn't know all the bloody words, but I wouldn't mind appearing in a thriller film or something, like yeah. a film. Well, hasn't uh, Kim Kardashian just been in um, like hot... American Horror Story. So there's definitely space for reality stars to cross over. Well, I did Sharknado, but come on, Sharknado. I got eaten by a shark, but that's not really acting, is it? Just having so to scream. fuck off. You have actually done <laughs> Katie, there is nothing you haven't done. But Sharknado, please. I think it was the last one they did. And, uh, oh my God. And then I got eaten by a shark because that's what happens. But... Um... <laughs> That's well, funny. I, feel, I am going to be Googling that clip as soon as we get off this. I hope you know. <laughs> oh, dear. Out of everything you've ever done, girl, the perfumes, the clothing, the TV, you know, what's like been your favourite? What's been the thing you are most proud of? I think the most iconic thing was had to have been the cover of American Playboy because no wow. English girls have done it. I was one of the first English girls who have ever done the front cover of American Playboy to the point I was filming my BBC documentary and at the same time I think Harvey was about six months old and I flew my mum over with Harvey to have his eyes looked at by specialists and I lived in the, the Playboy Mansion for about six or seven weeks 
Um, and he wants How me was to that be bit? Fucking hell. Do you know what? Was it mental? Do you know, I I, even... I've got a whole bag full of, like, because every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we all used to go out. Hugh, you know, all the girls would come in and we'd all go out and he would take photos of every night and give us girls a set of each of the photos. I've got millions of them upstairs. And I'd sometimes look back at them and think, oh, my God, do I remember this and that? And he used to call me the bad girl of London. And the girls were so fascinated by my boobs. And I'm like, well, yeah, you've got fake boobs, but mine were bigger. I don't know. And I yeah. was brunette and he asked me to be his girlfriend. The only problem is I didn't want to have sex with him because it was like having sex with your granddad. But I haven't had sex yeah. with my granddad. I mean, it, it was like, it just weren't for me. Ah! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, no. but I saw I'm it not. all happen. Saw him have sex with girls. I was all involved in it, all Did in the you? grotto. I've seen it all, been there, done it. Um, so yeah, the Playboy Shit. days were very, they were interesting. I remember one night I've got pictures of Hugh Hefner holding Harvey and my mum because we went to a club under the hotel where my mum was. And I went, oh my God, my mum's up there. Should we all go and say hello? So yeah. Hugh, me and like all the other girls, we all toddled up in our little outfits all in the hallway. My mum didn't know we was coming. I knocked on the door and she answered and went, hello. I went, hey mum. And as Hugh Hefner, me and all the girls, she was like, oh, my God, you could have warned her. I said, get Harvey, get Harvey. So we all had pictures with him. I've got them all. Um, that was a random day. So, yeah, that was random because I toured America with Hugh Hefner. Uh, we went to all English pubs because I was on the cover of Playboy. Right. Yeah, was- Come on, then, Kims. This is all the glamour days. This is, the- this is all of... All of the sort of page three, all of that. And the Formula One. Back. Formula One. Don't, You've got to mention the don't Formula forget, One. Don't forget the <laughs> Formula One. But you parlayed all of that into going on one of the UK's biggest ever shows, I'm a Celebrity. How that propelled you into mainstream. Did you love that experience? Because obviously you went back twice. I did. Do you know what's weird about that show? Because I'd... Basically, I wrote, because the media kept writing stories about me that weren't true. And I was young. I think I was 22 or 21. And I'd already been in the industry five years. And the press already decided, I did have a good relationship with the press back then, um, that I did a book anyway. And then I got the opportunity to go in the jungle. Um, And I think that's when people got to see the real side of me. And then my book, because no one would sign me up for my book at all. And then John Blake, he signed me out and I got a 10 grand advance back then, which with books was rubbish. And then it went, yeah. I sold millions of copies. Every book has been number one in the Times list. And then it rocketed. So that's how I got, I got 54 books out and they all done so well. And then, yeah, going in the jungle changed 54 books, I'm, did you just say? Yeah, I've got some on the shelves up there, actually. Can you see? There's loads up there. Oh, Jesus excuse the pink Christ. Barbie. Uh, yeah, but I've got loads of books I've done. People don't know about it all. I've got to put the camera back on. People... Yeah, so I've, I've achieved amazing. a lot. The reality shows, yeah. I did a show in America, E for E. Um, I lived in America. I, I flew my horses over, the kids over. Um, but, yeah, that's where I met Pete, obviously, in the jungle. Um, yeah. I remember. All the challenges, the public were making me vote to do everything every day, and I thought they hated me. And then I went back. No, you for were the just entertaining. Time. I don't know. And then I went back for the second time, 
Um, and I felt, again, the public were just making me do the challenges every day. And then I swore on my kid's life. I said, if I get voted to do it again, I'm leaving. And what happened? I got voted and I had to stick to my work because I swore on my kid's life. And I remember it, for two hours, I had my mum on the phone. I had all the, the people around there saying, stay, Kate, stay, Kate. They didn't want to say I was going to win, but they're basically saying, no, you're doing really well, stay. And I didn't because yeah. I, I swore on the kid's life. I thought I can't. So I left. And then yeah. I remember knowing what the challenge was and it was a piss easy one. So in a way, I wish I stayed, but still did it. Eaten the bugs, done the trials. The public saw me suffer, tremble, do all this. And well, you know, you've been in there. It is, it's, yeah. you can't explain what it's like until you've been in there. But I think it's one of the best shows. If you ever get asked to do it, to do it. It's just a unique experience, isn't it? Yeah, in it's oh, honestly, mate. I absolutely loved it. I went back yeah. and did the one in in South Africa for Australian viewers. As Get well, lost, I loved did it you? Too, so. I didn't know they did. Yeah. Did you? Now, what was that like yeah. compared to the English one? Because obviously, mate, I don't know. Mad. Mind you, you would have been known because isn't wasn't Geordie Shaw? That they must have knew you from yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, Geordie Shaw was, was quite big out there. Um, it's they put it on at a slightly earlier time so you know how ours is like nine o'clock at night so it can be quite scary that can put you underground yeah. and do whatever yeah. it's on at like seven o'clock in australia so it's very very family orientated so they kind of um it's more like Tone the down. jungle meets takishi's castle it's very like they do silly activities it's quite it's right. quite fun and wild it's not so much as scary and dark um right. so i think I struggled with that, getting my head around it. The, but the yeah. love, the eating challenges. There's one of them, like, there's about four a week eating ones. Oh, absolutely love disgusting. it. And you're in there for longer. Yeah, oh, really? Gross, mate. That was the worst one. But yeah. like, all these reality I shows, because um, I did Big Brother as well, didn't I? Um, I don't know yeah. how I won that show. I was so ill in that show. But all these reality shows, what I don't like, here I go, Anyway, this is probably why I never get asked. Go on, get on your soapbox, girl. Yeah, right. When you're doing a job, okay, say like the jungle, you're in it for two weeks. You know you're going in it for two weeks. You know you're not going to see your kids. You know this and that. And then people are like, I'm missing my kids. Well, it's a job. You're only in it for two weeks. Get your mind. I just hate all that. Just fucking get on with it. I, I just think get your I'm head just... down and graft. Yeah, it's like I just find when you do shows... I don't know. You know you're in there for a job, and I I just hate sob stories. I just hate them. What? Well, it's I, like I when you watch reality that, shows, the panpipe music comes on. You're like, oh, here we fucking go, sob story. Hate it. You have been <laughs> quite vocal about like new reality TV and stuff like that, and I think yeah. it again, like a lot of things, has evolved. Um, but certainly back in. Our day, it yeah. was very raw. It was very real. But like I love that. Had the real highs. Yeah, I did too. Um, do you think now, like the Kardashians, the edit and the media training, do you all think it's gone a bit far? Would you yeah, I do. see some real raw stuff? I like yeah. raw. Like um, you and me, the thing, the thing is with you and me, what people have to remember, there are things we both probably look back at and think, oh, fucking hell, don't ever bring that up again or don't do that. But at the time, you don't realise and you do these things. And sometimes, yeah, it's horrible to look at back what you've done. But at the time, it's all we knew and it's what we was doing. And it put us on the platform. But, of course, everyone has a cringe about things they've done in the past. But I like the raw stuff, the real stuff. Like your stuff, yeah. my stuff. 
it is what it is. And I think everything now is so manufactured, filtered, this, that, like, Look at us on here now. We haven't even bothered with makeup and that because we're just so far gone that. It, we, this is war and real. But a yeah. lot of it is I haven't watched the Kardashians probably because it will make me feel shit about myself and think, fucking hell, why can't I make an effort? Like all the Towie, Towie lot. How do they look so glam and that? So I don't watch it. But when you see glam pictures, like, oh, I wouldn't have time for that. Are you joking? To sit there and get my hair done every day or makeup? I couldn't think of anything, although I like having my hair and makeup done. Why do I want to get done up just to go to the shop? But I do get my hair blow dried just to watch telly at night because I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I get, still get my nails and that done. For what? To go home and cook and watch telly. I don't even go out. Um, my it's life's important changed like that. to take a... But it's important to have those little moments for yourself, things that make you feel good. Don't underestimate the benefits oh, on your mental health. But sitting health, there I'm getting you. your nails done is such a chore. I mean, come on, it takes hours for hands and feet because I have to match. I love it when they're done, but I just hate it when you're in there. It takes so long. That would be the ADHD, mate. You can't sit still. Look, my legs are I'm going now. Like, I'm surprised you've managed to... No, but you'd think I had. I feel like I definitely echo some qualities. <laughs> I have PMDD and it's very similar. Honestly. I just can't keep still. Like when I'm on TikTok, yeah. I get so many people saying, oh, is she on it? Is she that? I'm like, no, I'm not. And then sometimes my kids here and they're like, no, my mum's not on nothing. That's just my mum. She's like, because I am just energetic. And like, that's just me. And I have been diagnosed with ADHD. I've got severe ADHD, which is probably why I've made some wrong choices in the past and reactions because I can't help it. That's just me. Yeah. But I've learned but now also, to not it's also... retaliate to everything because it always used to get me into trouble. Of course, and it's all a learning curve. I will yeah. say, like ADHD, also like is probably why you've got to where you have. This you is know, what I say: the creative hard... side and all of that. Yes, yeah. my friend's a DJ and he has it as well, and it, it, it's part of like how he's been able to be so creative and hardworking and stuff. So every um, light and shade, mate, light and shade. It's nice to see you. It's nice to see you accepting it and achieving it. It's like my it, press so I calls. I don't know anyone else who does press calls like me. If I've got a perfume or something, I go to town and dress up. Like, I don't know anyone else that does that. And I know the press yeah. do love that. They turn up when they know I've got a press call thing of what she wearing, what she doing, this, that. Like, when I did the OnlyFans, I dressed as a nun. Like, complete opposite. Why not? Like, why yeah, not? I might have why not? <laughs> I just like I've been half a horse in one of them. I remember having to learn um fire whatever it was for a book. I was on have you ever seen the film The War Horse Firebring? Have you ever seen the War Horse the film? Yeah. So yeah. I used the horse from the actual war horse. So I had to learn to rear on this black horse, which was the horse from the war horse. I used that in a press call. I just love being creative and bringing out products, this and I just love it. Being out well, there. nobody does it quite like I love it. Quite like the pricey. I do really want to talk about the other, like obviously you're career orientated and super driven. Um, but I also want to talk about like the other huge big love of your life. Whenever I chat to my mates, I was like, oh, I've got Katie Price on the podcast. And one of my mates has got a um a high needs son as well. And she honestly yeah. 
she says Katie Price such a good mom like ask her how she copes with Harvey ask her this ask her that blah 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 like you are a role model to a lot of people Katie and I will say I think you're an incredible mom even going as far as taking um the online abuse that Harvey suffered going all the way at the Houses of Parliament mate you can have my phone (laughs) I'm just recording it's one and I'm recording this please make me a cup of tea not long the longer you just 10 minutes the longer it would take don't worry about it just take so this is my respite (laughs) it's my piece of (laughs) is that bunny did you say she's so cute you wouldn't say that if you lived and breathed her is a nightmare yeah i mean um but yeah as the back with the so, mum yeah. anyone out there who's listened who has got a child or they work with adults with complex needs my hat goes off to them because it is difficult it is challenging and it does test your patience and i know when i see people out shopping and they've got someone in a wheelchair or i could tell if someone's got autism and that how hard it was for them even to get them into the shop before you've even left yeah. home and what happened then my hats go off to them it's so difficult and I cared for half in my own till he was 18, so he went to college. And the moment he went to college, which was really hard for me to do, because I, I had that separation anxiety with him, because that's all I've known, just noise, chaos, breaking things, this, that. You know, I wash him, dress him, he still wets the bed, he's 21. You know, I still do it all. What a relief it was for me. Like, oh, my God, it was like a weight lifted off that, oh, my God. I've, you could have I've got some a bit help. of freedom. No, I've got a bit yeah. of freedom now because I never had that. I know if the other kids, they could come everywhere. But like with Harvey, it's so difficult. Like I said, I've just had him for a week and it is full on. And I actually couldn't wait for him to go back to college. Like, oh, my God, I'm drained. But he yeah. loves me so much and I love him so much. He is He's difficult. He's born, Kate, you know. Yeah, and I would never change the way Harvey is. Um, he doesn't know any different. Harvey only knows what he knows. Like some people are like, oh, but he can't see well in this. But Harvey doesn't know any different because he, he was born like that. I think it's worse yeah. if someone had sight, then lost it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And my hats go off to everyone out there. And there are a lot of people out there who don't want to go out because they know people will look at them, stare at them, they get anxiety, this and that. But bollocks what anyone else says. It's your son, your child, your adult or whoever you're looking after. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. Just get on with it, you know. Don't be ashamed of anything. And that's like with Harvey when we went to the NTAs because I've done them documentaries. Oh, thanks, Barnes. No, I'm recording this. We're nearly done. I'm showing Sophie the pictures. I'm sure you're showing Sophie the pictures. I'm, look, I'm on a pod here. Come on, go out, Miss Attitude. Ooh, it's like Kevin and Pem. Top mum in action. Jesus Christ. But as I was saying, I am. Everyone who comes in this house and they're like, like I said to you, they're like, I don't know how you do it, Kate. You're patient. Like... I am patient. And t- I think Harvey has taught me patience because I had That's what I was going to... Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask that, mate. Like, do you think Harvey taught you anything? Like, clearly resilience and strength and stuff, but patience Me and Harvey well, right? has had a great time. Well, I had him, what, when I yeah. just turned 23 because our birthdays are like a few days apart. I had such an amazing pregnancy with him. I was still going out, but obviously the media wouldn't put pictures of me driving. They would put the pictures where your eyes are half shut and make out I was pissed and pregnant oh, when I was driving. But you know what it's like. But I have yeah. to say, me and little Mr. Price, when I had my house parties or I'd take him to parties, 
I could literally, when he goes to bed, I could literally put a boombox next to him and he wouldn't wake up because he's just so used to just coming everywhere, everywhere, every photo shoots, I'll be sitting there with in his car seat, wiggling the car seat while I'm getting my hair makeup done. He came everywhere with me, that boy. And yeah. I still try now, even in that, um, I got him a manicure a few months ago and uh, he didn't like a song on the telly. Picked something yeah. up and smashed it on their telly. So that was an expensive nail trip. But a lot of people say, Kate, why do you take him with you when you know it's going to be hard work? And I'm like, I don't care. I want him to experience stuff too. Um, yeah. But yeah, That's he what... is hard work, but I love him. I love all my kids. And people always say, who's your favourite? Do you know what? I haven't got a favourite. They just need a different kind of need from me. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're all different personalities. Yeah. And everyone says Princess is very me. And she is very yeah, she, She's the spitting image, mate. She's such, such a, a chip off the, the old The split bar. image uh, before this facelift, this, that, knows that. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> she said, I don't look like me now. Even I don't look like me. I, I might not look like this next year. Who knows? <laughs> I've got to leave yeah, myself I mean, alone. <laughs> you can definitely tell she's our mother's daughter. Put it that way. Has she got aspirations she's... in the same space? Oh, you? my God. She is so busy. She's signed with Pretty Little Thing. I mean... The good Obsessed. thing about my kids, I don't push them to do anything. I think with Junior and Princess, naturally they've just got in it. And I think yeah. the one that will struggle is Bunny because she's dying yeah. to be famous. She has set up behind my back Instagram accounts, TikToks. I have to get them shut down, then it ends in there. But she's so smart, she sets them all up. And then I go on her phone and she takes the app off so I can't see it. And as soon as I've gone, she puts it back. She's so clever. But I think she's the one I have to watch because... Sneaky. And she's seen what it's like because she knows that Princess and Juno and us, we're all on TikTok. I have to watch her because I don't want her to be damaged because no one really knows who Bunny is, but she thinks everyone is like, it's cringe. I remember I was in an airport. Oh, my God, this is the ball she's got. And I was in a quiet bit of an airport and people kept coming in asking for a picture. And I thought, bloody hell, I'm hiding in a corner. Little did I know, Bunny was around the other side saying, my mum's came to price. If you want a picture of her, you have to give me five pounds. And she was standing <laughs> there getting money. Honestly, she is so cheeky. But she's, she's smart. She's got the entre entrepreneur yeah. spirit off you, babe. You can't knock her. You but can't what, yeah, knock but her. Got, I mean, she was eight then. That, how bad is that? She's just got balls, nah. that girl. If she sees I paparazzi... She sees paparazzi, she flicks on the bird and says, why are you taking pictures of kids? I'm like, Bunny! Like, she doesn't care when really she's doing what I'd want her to. And I'm like, don't flick the bird, Bunny, because if that goes in the papers, then I'll get done for, like, parenting skills. But, oh, uh, yeah. I could oh, go yeah. on all Not day and talk about my kids and what they're like, but I don't want to bore you all. So... There you're you not go. boring anybody. <laughs> Everyone can see how much you love them, how much you mean to them and that you're doing a good job. Um, girl, before I let you go, I've got a couple of last questions, I swear. I can see. I could the, sit in for hours talking to, to go to you. Chessington. Tell me all about your brand new podcast with your sister Sophie because I see it pop up and I watch it and I think, yes, this is amazing. You're finally being able to like use your platform to talk about your own truth. Does it feel really liberating? Joe, it's weird because I can't even remember. I think, they contacted my sister. I just I done a few podcasts for people, and then they contacted my sister and said that look, they hear like they have good responses when I go on people's podcasts. And as you all know, and you know, I can talk for England. I mean, I 
I'm 45, so I've got a lot, to, a lot of stories to tell. I'd be a perfect person to have around a dinner table. Um, You've lived an thought, interesting life as well. I really have, yeah. And then, so me and my sister, I call her little Miss Victorian and me just scatty because we are the so opposite the way we dress, everything. And I realised the podcast, we just go on and chat. And then yeah. it was getting so many views and views and views. And it's like, really? What, what's going on here? And I didn't realise that podcasts now are so, you can talk about anything on podcasts. There's so many different genres of podcasts. And I just think it works. People are, we are nosy people, humans, and we want to hear people's conversations Natural. and views. Yeah. And people just love our conversations. Like, but we just talk about crap. But people love hearing it. It's just like having a catch up with my sister. Um, and then we oh, answer viewers' that. questions. Now, I actually really enjoy doing it. And it's a bit of peace and quiet that I sit here, talk to my sister, and just catch up on some memories or things we're watching on telly. Um, and she tells me off a lot. Especially when I vape because my mum's had her lung transplant and I go to my mum's like, Kate, you've got to stop vaping. I've had my lung transplant because I don't even smoke. I've never smoked. And I just love They're... the smell of them. And people around me who vape have got me yeah. on it. I've got to get off it. I really, I, it makes me blow up and I fart a lot from it. They're awful. They don't do me any favours at all, but I just love the taste. Honestly. The mark. The market <laughs> certainly knew what they were doing with those bad boys, let me tell you. Uh -huh. um, before I let you go, yeah, Kate, because I know you've got a million things to do today, <laughs> here at Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. Um, over the years, whether it's going from being a page three model to a glamour model to a reality TV star to a documentary maker to somebody who is changing laws in the Houses of Parliament, an author, a businesswoman, a mother, a podcaster now, you have absolutely done it all. And you've done it well. Well, mate, whether you want oh, to admit it or not, you. I know you're modest, but you have. And you have evolved. You're, you're like this incredible chameleon. And I wanted to know what your secret was to rolling with the punches, to evolving. Do you know, I don't do anything on purpose. I just think, I don't know, I like you She's say, I'm authentic. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know what it is. I just think when I look back at things I've done, and if you... I hate the word being a cele um, a celeb or whatever people want to say, but I am a normal person. Like the court case is this, and then I've done TV and that. But when you meet me, I'm so normal, and I think people are like, "How have you done all this?" Because you're just so normal, and like, it just happens. I think a lot of people who want to be in this industry want the media to write about them, and you know, and I know, Vic. If the media don't want to write about you, they won't write about you. You can have the best PR in the world. If they don't want to write about you, they won't. But it's the public and the fans that keep you there. They, they, they obviously buy into everything and they want to know what I did. And I always get asked, would I retire? Now, imagine if I said, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to walk away. I couldn't because I know there'd be paps trying to see what I'm doing next. I just think I'm so yeah. into it. I just can't get out of it. Um. So I still enjoy reality shows, my documentaries. I'm still going to do a calendar, my photo shoots. Basically, I feel like I'm, I'm 45 going back to when I started my career now, that I'm on that path again. I've learned once about being ripped off, um, not trusting people. I've been burnt so many times. I think now that's happened. I know the score and now I'm doing it my way.
if that makes sense. I'm doing it all again, yeah. bringing it all back, but my way, in control, my control, not being yeah. controlled. And that She's is taking back peace of power. Mind. Yeah. On my own. Oh. I'm not being dictated by anyone doing what Fucking I want hell, to Katie. do. You're yeah. like a, a brave heart, but without a bra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I felt hey. really inspired there, girl. I'm going to let you go. I know you've got to take the kids to chess. And I just want to say thank you, mate. I know how busy you are. Really, no, thank you. You're busy guest. as well. No, I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah.